On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to talk with one of the Gronks, Chris Gronkowski from IceShaker.com. What a story. Uh, the Gronkowskis are uh, pretty famous NFL uh, players, uh, for the brothers at least. And um, it was really, really cool to hear what Chris had done since he'd gone on Shark Tank and absolutely exploded his business. And uh, it was just really cool to see um, how far they had come, um, but how at first it was an absolute slog. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate with it. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys are going to absolutely love this one. Maybe one of my favorite episodes uh, I've ever recorded. And uh, I think that there's just a lot of value in this one. And uh, we, we went a little long on this one. Um, so make sure to give yourself about an hour uh, here. All right. Enjoy. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. All right, I am live here with Chris Gronkowski from IceShaker.com. Chris, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your Online. Sorry, Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce brand. We used to be Secrets to Scaling Online. No longer. Hey, it's all good, man. We, we could do both. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess it's the same thing for the most part. But um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Excited. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I was so pumped when, because uh, I, I don't actually do my own outreaches personally. Like I've got assistants and stuff. And so like they'll reach out on my behalf. And when I saw your name come through, I was like, man, I recognize that name from somewhere. I'm like, where, where do I recognize that from? And uh, it's because you and your brothers are all, all athletes and NFL players and stuff. Like, how, how the heck did you get into to, um, like the e-com world? Man, uh, I, it probably all started back with eBay, actually. Uh, my brother Rob and I, for whatever reason, were um, always selling different random things online. Uh, so yeah. I, I got in super early on eBay. I used to buy like paintball guns and stuff back in the day uh, off of eBay. We, we'd resell them and we do all kinds of stuff. Uh, even when we were training uh, for the NFL, we had all this free gear come in and we were just super savvy, man. Like our, our dad and our parents just taught us to, you know, you had to earn every dollar and, you know, we knew the value of a dollar and, and we got through college with very little money. And, yeah. you know, so we had all this free stuff that we weren't using uh, that, that, you know, all these uh, companies were sending us like, okay. So sponsors would like, like, like sponsors like Nike or somebody would like send you stuff. You're just hoping that you'd wear it. Yeah. So a as an athlete, uh, you know, companies would just send product and they'd send a lot of it. And uh, most of the time it was just, uh, you know, hopefully you'd wear it at the combine um, or, you know, you just have pictures uh, with it or, um, you know, as an, as an NFL player, you get to pick, um, you know, what company you wanted to go with. So you could go Nike Reebok, uh, you know, under armor. So there's, there's a few to choose from. So they always would send a bunch of gear um, to, to these guys that were, you know, higher draft picks or yeah. had a really good chance of, of going high. You know, I wasn't one of those guys that was you know, necessarily going to go high in the draft. I didn't get drafted, but I got a lot of free gear still. And, and Rob got a ton of free gear. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, totally. 
again, we just, uh, you know, you can't use it all. Uh, and it was just sitting there and, and, you know, it was either give it away or, you know, we went right back to eBay, man. So we were kind of experienced with, um, you know, super early on with, with um, just selling online. Yeah. And so with that, uh, you know, I always, I always kind of knew how to do it and f- figured out early on, like before, like, you know, when, when eBay first got pictures, you know, you had to get the picture up. You had to take good pictures if you wanted to sell it for a lot. So there was just like little, little things that we, we picked up super early on um, that ended up, you know, transferring over and, and helping me later on when I came back to it after my NFL career. But uh, yeah, that's, that was kind of my first intro to it. Um, what, what, kinda, year, kinda what year was this, Chris? Online. Man, this was, this was way back. So, um, you know, when we first started on eBay, I was probably like 12 years old, man. So it was probably, you know, close to, close to 20 years ago. And, um, wow. you know, the combine would, would be 2000, 2010 when we were kind of selling cleats and stuff and, and throwing stuff up there. Um, but then, you know, when I officially got into, uh, you know, with my business with, with iShaker, uh, it, it was 2017 when I really, I personally with, with my company made a push, but my wife, um, with her company was on e-commerce and, and on Etsy in, in 2012. It's oh, when she started. And, um, tell me a bit about your wife's company. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she owns a company called everything decorated.com. Uh, so it actually started my third year in the NFL. She was sick and tired of having to go for interviews. Every time uh, we switched cities, I went to three teams in three years and, uh, the third team, you know, in third city, she said, Hey, I'm going to find a way to work from home because this is just getting crazy. Uh, yeah. So she did. And she started this e-commerce business that, that started with just hand painting wine glasses and, and turned into a, a personalization company geared mostly towards the wedding industry. And um, it was something that when I was done playing, uh, I went straight into. So I did it with five, for five years with her. Um, no way. We were able to scale it. Yeah. So we, we scaled it quick too, to the point where in my first year outside of the NFL, we were actually making more money than when I was playing. Wow. Wow. Like you're profiting more than, uh, in than what, what you're so, making in the NFL. Absolutely. Uh, so it, it took off fast, you know, using found money to pay for commercial grade laser engravers and, 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 cutters and uh, it just, it just exploded. You know, at that time there was really no one that could turn around product quick. And, and that was kind of our strategy. You know, if we could turn around product, we can engrave it and ship it the same day sometimes. Uh, the organic reach on that was huge because people were just telling their friends, Oh, you have to order from this company. If you need it quick, you know, they do an amazing job and they send it out the same day. Like we've never seen anything like that. So at that time, 2012, you know, an order usually if you went somewhere else would take a week or two, especially if it was customized to yeah, get it yeah, yeah. Uh, just engraved. And then it would take, you know, another couple of days to, to ship it. So you know, sometimes people were getting it next day, especially if they lived in Texas. So Wow. That's uh, that crazy was, that for, was, for custom engraving. I mean, no wonder you guys scaled, right? If people knew that that was like the place to come, especially for like gifts, right? How many guys take like, it's like very last minute. Oh man, I want to get this thing. Ah. It's incredible. And, and really it was mostly the wedding industry too. And uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. What we noticed too with that was that it was the same thing. You know, people waited until the last minute and then they had to have it and other shops were turning them down. So, you know, we were almost that last resort. Like they had to, they had to use, use us if they wanted the product. So uh, it, it grew fast. And, and and then with that, you know, they're buying gifts for each and every bridesmaid or, or member of the wedding. So, uh, uh, and then they're going on getting married as well. So the organic reach was, was insane. And, and that's what really drove it with absolutely zero 
micro ad spend. It was just a great customer service and, and a great product. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Well, hey, let's, let's go back a little bit or, or, or let's, let's shift a little bit over to Ice Shaker. Where did the idea come from? And then, and then I'd love to like go into a bit of the story and where you guys sort of exploded going onto Shark Tank. Um, do you mind just, just bring me back to the beginning of like where this idea came from? Absolutely. So I, I was working for my wife at the time and um, we were customizing a lot of bottles and, and I realized that the bottle space was, it's big. Uh, you know, a lot of people wanted to get a custom grade bottles and uh, it, it was cool. And I was using some other insulated bottles at that time. And I realized, man, like these bottles are great, but I'll go home and I go to the gym, I grab a, a shaker bottle and um, I'd be able to mix my protein, but I, I bring it with me. And by the time I got there, it was, you know, I'd usually refill with water. It was warm. You know, it's, it tasted yeah. like my shake still, uh, you know, sweating everywhere. I was leaving sweat rings on the, on the ground. And that's kind of, that's when the idea hit me. Uh, it was over a hundred degrees out and I'm like, wow, you know, I just want a bottle that I could use all day, every day for everything that I do instead of having to use three or four bottles throughout the day. So, um, I wanted to, to be, be a bottle that was super easy to fill, um, and super easy to clean. And then also have the ability to keep your drink hot or cold. And then also be able to just uh, mix a protein shake or a powder wherever I went. So, you know, if yeah. I was at the airport and, and I forgot to bring food, you know, here's a healthy alternative. You know, I can just mix some powder that I have in my bag. And so that was really the game plan. Let's make a, a bottle that can be used all day, everywhere you go, including the pool. Um, and, you know, at the same time, uh, would, would give you the, this function and features of, of a shaker bottle for anyone living an active and healthy lifestyle. So that, that was a journey that I started to go on and it was really for myself. You know, I was like, this is, this is just something that, that I want to use myself and hopefully other people like it too. Totally. So you've probably seen like that pain point. And I mean, this is just like classic entrepreneur, like what you did there, right? Like you saw this pain point. I mean, I've had that pain point tons where, especially the smell, those things retain smell so badly. Um, I like, yeah, like I, I know that pain point. So like as not, as an entrepreneur, like people listening to this right now, like, if you're thinking of adding product lines, just think of where that pain is and think of those things that you hate. And, and it sounds like that's kind of like where you were at, right? Like, man, I gotta, I gotta solve this problem. So where did it go from there? Do you just like sell a million bottles like the next day or, <laughs> or what? <laughs> uh, man, that's, that's what every entrepreneur thinks, right? That uh, you're going to make this awesome product and you're going to sell millions of them the, the next day. And I was pretty naive with that as well. You know, I, I had a, a decent following from, from sports you know, my family obviously had a, had a good following on, on social media. And, and I figured like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll make this product. I'll, I'll throw a couple you know posts out there and it's going to do pretty well. Right. Yeah. And that just was not the case at all. Uh, you know, I brought in probably about 10,000 units on my first order. Okay. And you know, the first day, my first post, uh, I might've sold one. Oh, uh, oh a, man. I know that just, so you know, I know that feeling. I, uh, yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are like, oh man, I have been there, right? Without any sort of strategy, you're just like, yeah, I mean, like, like you're just going off, off your name, right? And like thinking like, oh, I've been successful in the past. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, and you're going off this, this notion that everyone already knows what you, what the all about the product, you know, everyone's going to think it's just as great as you think it is. I mean, you, you know what it is, but no one else knows. And there's a huge educational piece uh, that's missing that, that you have to teach them about. And then there's a huge trust factor issue as well. You know, it's a brand new product. Uh, you're selling it online. They've never seen it before. There's zero reviews about it. 
you know, why would they buy it from you? And, And so that was the journey I had to go on was, you know, how do I, how do I build this trust? How do I, you know, teach people about it? And, um, you know, for me, I had to start doing shows. I had to start putting it into people's hands and I, and I had to start showing them the difference from my product, from what was on the market. So, uh, yeah, we started booking shows. Um, and, and man, I was, I was just hawking people. Oh, you know, I'm I, sure. Everyone yeah. who walked by, I had to show them the product and it was just a simple technique is, you know, fill my cup up with ice, fill a pl- plastic shaker bottle up and hand the bottle to people as they walk by and people would get it and they would say, Hey, there's no way there's ice in this. Uh, because you can tell, you know, okay. Cause touch, it's that well insulated. It's that well insulated. So it's not going to sweat. You know, you can't tell it's cold. And so we'd hand it to people. We hand them, you know, at the same time we say, Hey, can you grab these two bottles? And they would, and they'd say, yeah, you know, what, what, what's your point? And we're like, well, you know, there's ice in both of them. And every single time people would be like, there's no way there's ice in this one. And they'd open it up and check. Yeah. And that was yeah. kind of, uh, you know, they were hooked at that point. They're like, wow, you know, you guys did make a lot better product. And then it started to sell. And then from there, it was. Um, I Sorry, can I just stop, stop you for one sec there, Chris? That's yeah. such a great, that's such a great way to sell. It just, like, it reminds me so much of like old timey kind of selling, right? Like, no, you won't believe this. You won't believe, take these two, take these two. <laughs> and some people are probably like, I, like, I don't, I don't want to take the two bottles. No, no, no. You got to see, you got to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. And I was so happy. Like, I was so excited about it too. And like, you know, you just, you know, people are like, come on, man. Uh, but you know, I had to do something and, um, and, and sorry, Chris, salesman what, and, what kind of shows were these? So these were uh, mostly bodybuilding shows. So we're oh, going cool. to okay. like, okay. um, yeah, just like local, um, bodybuilding shows and, and some of the bigger ones as well. So you get a lot of people at these shows. So some of the bigger ones, um, like the Arnold classic and, uh, some of these Europa shows, you'll get 60 to 80,000 people at them. Holy cow. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just a, yeah, it's a grind, man. You try to get bottles into that many people's hands and uh, it's a long day. It's a lot of work, but it, it, it worked. You know, once we got it and we showed people the difference, it sold. And that was kind of the proof of concept for me. And then yeah. from there, um, it, it was all about, you know, how do I scale online now? Totally. So at that point. Because that's not scalable. Uh, it, <laughs> just so everyone knows, handing uh, oh, bottles man, to people at no. shows is not scalable. <laughs> no, that that's a, a, we hardly do shows now at this point because it is, it's a ton of work. Uh, it costs a lot. Yeah, you got to ship inventory there. You got to bring a team. So it, it's, it's hard work, but you know, that's what you have to do to start it. So we were doing shows uh, almost every week at first wow. uh, before Shark Tank. But um, you know, the next step for me was getting reviews and getting, um, or trying to organically get to the front page of Google and, and Amazon. You know, I, I didn't have money to spend. Uh, and I never had, uh, I had zero experience with, with ad dollars and I was able to successfully grow, you know, with my wife, her business without spending a dollar yeah. on ad. So, uh, I tried doing it organically. And so at that point it was, you know, go to Amazon and say, you know, type in shaker bottle and look at the top two listings and say, Hey, why are these here? And then figure out how to beat them or get there as well. Totally. So totally. Uh, do that. a great go to other strategy. terms as well. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was because they were there for a reason and you had to figure yeah. that reason out. And, and then when you typed in another category, um, you know, you do things, hey, you know, maybe this has nothing to do with a shaker bottle, but let's see what these top listings look like and then kind of try to figure out that that missing piece that's on mine. Yeah. 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 Am I frozen? Oh, nope. You were frozen no, for a second. 
No, you're good. You're good. We're we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep moving. For those of you who are listening just on audio, we're we're having a couple of, of freezing issues here, but uh, but but it's all good. <laughs> um, okay, so so you started to sort of organically start to rank, and I'm sure you were starting to sell more at the at this point. What happened next? Like, what was this when when Shark Tank happened, or or, or what happened next? Yeah, so. Uh, I was able to get to the front page of Google. Uh, I, I still couldn't beat out like the top dogs. Uh, you know, Amazon was always ranking first. You know, competitors that have been there for years were still ahead of me. Um, on Amazon, I was able to get up there though. I was able to get into the top five um, pretty quickly just by by doing the right things uh, between titles, pictures, uh, really just looking at uh, other listings and, and keyword stuff and stuff like that, and just kind of realizing what they were doing and and um, and pretty much copying it or, or trying to do it better than them. And so at that point, um, I, I was about three months into the business when I reached out to Shark Tank. It was always, it was, a, it was actually a game plan from day one. Uh, I had an oh, email from 2013 from my sports agent. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 with that, uh, that email, it was just asking, Hey, uh, if there's any current or former NFL players, that have an idea and would like to pitch it to Shark Tank, they're looking for it. You know, they're an entertainment show and yeah, they're looking totally. to build their audience and grow their audience. So uh, they outreached and uh, I kept this email. I started and uh, it was almost four years later, I went back and, and I emailed them. And uh, I was like, man, I hope this still works. And uh, I got a reply right away. And the girl said she doesn't work there anymore, but she'd connect me to the person that would. And yeah, uh, they wrote back to me pretty quickly as well and just asked for a submission video. So, uh, you know, right away, started thinking of ideas for this video, wanted to make it as entertaining as possible because you know, I knew what the, that that's what it was about. They wanted to see people up to, there that were going to entertain. So yeah. I made so this you, video be catching. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, so, so go for it. Tell me about the, I, I just want to know the process here. So they, they get video submissions. So you basically had to like find the person, the right person to like send this video to, and then they, you get it, you make a video submission and send it in. Is that, is that basically what happens? Yeah. So, um, for me, it is, but most people have to go to like open auditions. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I thought it worked. I'm I'm a normal yeah. person here, Chris. You know, like I, I'm 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 not like yeah, you know, one of you NFL players who can just send in videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, I, I was I was able to bypass, I guess, the open auditions because because of the outreach that they did earlier, and um, because they were looking for for NFL players. So um, I had to send in a video. So that's really all I bypassed was kind of like that open edition. Okay, just that. Um, yeah, you didn't have to go stand in um, line and. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's tough. You know, there's thousands of people that do it and, um, you know, it, it's it's in person and all that. So I got to bypass that and um, had to do this, the video submission and I did and, and uh, it was pretty entertaining. I, I was just chopped it up uh, on my computer and it was kind of just some videos of me catching touchdown passes, you know, chugging protein shakes and ripping off my shirt and, uh, it, yeah. and it worked. Uh, a couple of days later, they emailed me back. They said they loved it. And they would like to proceed and um, proceeding means filling out a ton of paperwork. Okay. And, um, and it's still a long process from there and they still, you know, they have to do everything possible background check wise and totally. information wise to, to make sure that, you know, you're, you're someone that they want to have on the show and you don't have any, you know, things in your past that, that might uh, harm their show. Yeah. And so uh, months Espe later, especially nowadays, to, right? Like there's like, li like little things can like, just bring people down. Right. Like crazy. Oh, uh, they could, they could, they found everything. 
um, anything possible from, I mean, I had, I had this, I had one thing on my credit report because uh, when I was playing or I was playing for the Cowboys, we played in Indy in every state that you file in or you, you play in, you have to file taxes for. So they were able to actually find, um, yeah, it's, it's called the jock tax. So we get to file in uh, eight or nine states a a year. And um, with that, Indianapolis just said um, they they never received my e-file. So I had this small, like little thing on there and um, you know, my CPA called and, 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 confirmed that it was there and they, they said they were sorry for the mistake, but it was still on my credit history. So, wow. And so shark tank, they found out about this shark tank. Yeah. That's how, that's how deep they could, Whoa. they could dig. And, uh, they found out and they made me get it deleted off, which was a, a, a tough process. Um, but they just wanted to make sure they were cleared. So yeah, uh, I got that off of it. And then, um, that was game time, man. It, it, it was, uh, an opportunity to go on and that's it was uh it it was it, it was a lot of preparation and a lot of shows that i watched to make sure i do each and every question before oh, i got on that show totally so we we actually have quite a few clients uh of ours on the marketing side um who have been on shark tank and it's uh, all i can say is i know it's worth it because every time that that episode airs it's like they just sell out of everything that they have and it's uh i, I know we yeah. have, like in canada we have dragon's den and, uh, and it's this, the same sort of effect in Canada. I mean, probably to about a 10th of the degree because that's about our population, but, um, it's, uh, it's unreal. Okay. So let's, let's go to when, when you actually went to the show, um, you guys actually got funded, right? Yeah. So we got on, uh, we had offers from all five sharks, which was awesome. Um, and was it just you there or did, or did you bring any of your brothers? So it was, it was me at first. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I called my bros out of the back room and we did a flying chest bump. And uh, at that point it was game on. Uh, so they were with me the rest of the pitch and really just changed the, the dynamic in the room. And I think it really helped me get a deal as well. So uh, it was huge having them there and it, it definitely helped out. We played some flip cup and it was game on at that point. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So who did you end up uh, working with, if, if you don't mind saying? Yeah, so we, we ended up closing a deal uh, with Mark Cuban and Alex Rodriguez. Wow. And, um, Can you get, like, bigger names? Like, it's like <laughs> it was pretty especially cool. Especially in, in the sports world, too, right? Yeah. Like, like, so great. Mark Cuban and Alex Rodriguez. Like, I, I was saying before the interview, I was like, I like fanboying a little bit over uh, uh, A-Rod. Like, I grew up, like, he was like my favorite player. I had posters of him and like, like you were- Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Business partners with Alex Rodriguez? That's amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, it is everything that people say it is. I mean, it really is. You get funded. Uh, You know, when you go out there, they have no clue who you are. It, 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 it's the real deal. And what they don't show is the other 45 minutes that they just, just 
drilled me about everything possible. Um, oh yeah. Like the, like the financials and all that, all that kind of stuff. Financials, but even just my background in my history and, you know, what I was doing, yeah. uh, you know, before high school, um, during high school, you know, where was I working? Um, you know, what, what I did before I started this company and, and, you know, what was my other company doing? So, uh, really everything you want to know, uh, about someone you're about to invest with, you know, they hit me with, but they just don't show that on the actual show. So, um, it, it, but it is, it is what they say it is, you know, the money does go into your account. Uh, you do explode, uh, sales definitely exploded. And, um, the other thing that explodes as well is, is the amount of work that you have to do. Oh, I'm uh, sure. So yeah. with that, you know, it was just a side hustle at the time and, and really became a full-time business overnight. Wow. Crazy. So what, what do things look like right now? Like, so, so how, how many years ago was that, Chris? So that was, um, 2017, October, 2017, when we aired. Uh, so with that, uh, we did get a one year update as well in November of 2018. Oh, cool. So we doubled up on episodes, which is great because we also get the reruns. Um, yes, yeah, so you well. get double reruns and then double reruns. And just the second time around was a, a good chunk of sales as well. Um, but in that first 12 months after we pitched, uh, after we aired, you know, we went from, you know, 80,000 in our first six months in business to over 3 million in sales the next 12 months after we aired. So it, it, it took off. Um, wow. You know, Shark Tank did it definitely did its job. And um, just the, the proof of concept from the show and the exposure, it, it, it's just, you know, it's so valuable, especially to a company that's super early on, like we were. Yeah, totally. So uh, you were saying before the interview now, like your partners, um, Alex is no longer uh, in the business uh, and your brother um, Rob is. Yeah. What's, so after, what's that after like after working, working with family? <laughs> it's good, man. Uh, you know, Rob's, a, there, there's, he's a small owner. So, um, oh, okay. you know, Mark Cuban and Rob now have seven and a half percent. Uh, so really it's, it's more of, um, an exposure play for him, you know, helping me out with, with getting the product out there and, you know, it's introducing me to some of the big companies that he works with as well. Uh, right now he's, he's back focused on football. So it's, it's not too crazy, but, you know, it was never a play where he wanted to come in and, and try to have control of it or anything like that. Um, you know, he, he just kind of wanted to um, sit back a little bit and, and really see how businesses run and, and get into some of the meetings and stuff like that with us. Uh, so it's, it's been good, man. Family's been good. And, and Mark's team has been amazing as well. Uh, he's right here in Dallas with me. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. He has, he has a full team that's built out uh, because he's been doing it for so long. So, you know, he has a guy on his team that I talk to pretty much every week. And what's great about uh, Cuban companies is that, you know, they do have a, another close to, you know, 80 to 100 companies underneath them. So if there's any time I need to connect or need advice or, you know, need an expert in a certain, um, you know, category, I could always reach out and just ask, hey, wow. you know, do you have someone that's really good at SEO? You know, yeah. does, does one of your companies do really well with Facebook ads? You know, have you guys seen this company that reached out to me? You know, are, are they legit? Is anyone else working with them? Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. there's just, um, what, that's, so many that's opportunities a, what a resource for, hey. for networking. Absolutely. And then big decisions and, um, ad contracts as well. It has been great because, you know, early on they got us GNC, um, you know, mm. earlier this year we went national with, with vitamin shop and just having those guys, uh, his team on the calls with me was, was huge. You know, I, I've never negotiated with, with a big company 
I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Like, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know discounts with built in. companies like that. Yeah. And so they've been super, super helpful with all. Yeah. Chris, Chris has some good uh, kid background noise today. <laughs> oh, I got some real good, man. And it might get even louder, but I apologize about that. And working at home with that. Oh man, three this kids is... under the age of three has has been. Uh, you know, I need I need I need the shed or uh, I guess the the little uh, house in the backyard. Like yeah. you got going on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, for those of you, I, I don't know if I've talked about this yet, but I uh, during COVID, I, I'm a I'm a doer. So if I have like an issue in my life, I'll usually just do something to like get rid of it. And during COVID, we didn't go to the office, and uh, and so I was like I was in my backyard doing podcasts on my porch, and. Uh, and or in my house with three kids, which was crazy. And I looked out in my backyard and I saw this old shed and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build a house back there. I'm going to build my own little office. I've heard of people having these things. And uh, so we just poured a pad and started building. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, you're, you're making me jealous over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we actually, we got it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, amazing. I should do a, a, a whole uh, video uh, show of this one day. I'm, I love this place so much. Um, so actually, wait, Chris, you, you might cribs, man. Let's see it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Like tiny house cribs. <laughs> um, what you might not actually know, and I didn't tell you before the beginning of this, my wife and I also run, uh, um, I, I don't think we're quite at your, your size, but we're sort of mid seven figures uh, clothing company as well. Um, and so I, so I know the, um, the stress, like when you said that you had worked with your wife um, on that business, I was thinking like, oh man, I, I wonder if you've had, if you had those same sort of pain points that, that my wife and I have had both being like the bosses, you know, in the business. Um, so that's why I started a marketing agency because <laughs> that's what I was good at. And so I, so we, we kind of moved things a little bit so that, so that we had some separation. Um, and, uh, and it was a really, really good move, but now we're, where I mean, I, I'm still in there quite a bit. I, I work as like the CMO in that business, and um, it's uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know I, I've got some empathy for you working with uh, with family and around kids and and all of that. It's uh, it's it's a different it's a different ball game for you single people out there. <laughs> yeah, man. It sounds like uh, we got a lot of similarities going on. I just don't have the. I don't have the office in the backyard yet. Still, yeah, still yeah, exactly, way. exactly. Uh, and COVID's not crazy up here either, which is uh, seriously incredible, absolutely incredible. I'm able to go to, we're able to go all around BC, which is which is great. Going to Whistler tomorrow. I don't know if you've heard of Whistler, but uh, great place. Sounds like I need to come up. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 been, uh, yeah. You, you come hit me up when you come up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, not right now. Even if you're you were an NFL player, they they won't let you up here. <laughs> um, no, so, no. So we're 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 born and raised in Buffalo. So I used to cross the border all the time. But yeah, oh yeah, shut, there's like the, shut the bridge, down. the bridge over to uh, Peace Bridge. Yeah, right yeah. there, right over to Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I used to live on that side of the country when I when I grew up too. So, um. Chris, let's, I, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions just because I'm really enjoying this interview, um, e even with all the background noise, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me, so, so you guys went, and, and I, don't, I don't want, uh, you know, obviously you can't tell me like all your revenue sort of figures, but I, I, love, I love for our, our listeners out there, 
just so they have an idea of, of the kind of growth that you can have. So you went from like 80,000 that first year, right? To 3 million after Shark Tank. What was the growth trajectory like after that? Like, were you continuing to like, you're not going to continue to 30x after that. Um, like, how, how, how did that work with that growth trajectory? And, and what sort of hiccups and, um, and roadblocks came with that massive growth? Yeah, a lot, man. I, I mean, I think that's the biggest challenge of anyone that gets on Shark Tank is, you know, how do you continue that wave? And, and I didn't know at first, you know, I, there's so many things that I know now that I'm like, wow, you know, I wish I knew then because we'd be so much further along, but that's part yeah. of the process. What that's, do you think? Like, can, the, do, do you have anything specifically that would, that would really impact people of like, oh man, I wish I knew that people need to know this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the first things is, is really uh, email, especially a couple of years ago. Um, it's getting more into SMS now, but um, it's still, oh, it's going to be here. super powerful. Uh, we, we do, we just started SMS. It's doing really well. But uh, I think email will always be powerful. Uh, everyone's going to always want, you know, a receipt sent to their email address for the most part, totally. especially if you're a business person. I feel like email is super, super valuable. So I think it will always be there, but you know, that's something that we didn't realize how big it was and, and we didn't put that much focus on it and really didn't put that much focus on it until the last year and a half. Uh, so wow. I think that's super powerful. And, and it's not just an email list, you know, there's other ways to use that data. You know, data is super, super powerful uh, and having a customer base and, and owning your customer base is super powerful as well. So um, really putting a focus on that and growing your brand. It, it yeah. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I can't say enough. If people have been listening to this podcast for a while, like I've done whole episodes just on SMS and how like that is an absolute game changer. I mean, email is like, email is like the foundation of your house, right? Um, I, I would say like SMS is like the walls now where like you, you gotta have an SMS list. I, I struggle, we struggle with our clothing company for so long. Like, man, how do we implement an SMS list? First of all, I don't want to bug people. And, but the thing is people who sign up for your SMS list, they're not bugged. They, they don't mind if they're going to sign up for an SMS list. Everyone knows how to opt out. Um, so I, I mean, I can't say enough good things. You know, if, if uh, Chris Gronkowski is saying get an SMS list, get a freaking SMS list people. <laughs> oh, and it, it is super easy to opt out. Like you said, all you do is text back stop and everyone knows that. So there's, there's really, I, I felt the same way about it at first as well. And, and until I really walked through the process myself and saw how they built it out now you know, you know it has all the privacy stuff uh everything's done the right way and it's super easy to opt out and and every text also says you know text stop to opt out so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't seen any privacy issues with that at all and we, we we're seeing more and more that people want it but people want to know they want to know first and if they want to know first or they want to get the flash sales and get the best deals and get it before everyone else and before it sells out you know, there's one way to do it. And that's with text and email just doesn't work for stuff like that. You know, it's no. hard to send a flash sale out that it might last two hours and, and people don't even get the email until the next morning because they don't check their email 24 seven. So totally. Whereas uh, SMS, it's is a like, super powerful way to just really engage with your audience. Yeah. 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 Dude. Amazing. You're, you're speaking my language here. Like we, we really push, we push SMS combined with VIP groups. Um, because I just feel like it's so powerful for those, for people who love your brand and want to be the first person to purchase, especially if you're going to sell out of like limited edition kind of stuff, which I, I highly recommend. I, I love the fact that, that you guys do that because 
Um, it's great. It drives demand. It makes, it trains people to order right away as well. Um, which I think is, is super, super powerful. Um, I, I'm going to get to, to the question I ask everyone here and we're kind of starting to wrap up here. Uh, Chris, what, what's your secret to scaling? Secret to scaling. Yeah. I, I love this question because it took me a little while to figure this out. And I would really say that it probably took until about 2020 to really pinpoint it. And, um, I would say it took me 33 years, you know, I'm 33 years old now. And, um, it, it, that's, that's how long it took me to, to really figure out how to scale. And, yeah. and with that, I mean, I think there's two main principles. Um, you know, first it, it's about leading with value, you know, mm. um, you know, find a way to engage your customers by providing them something of value that they can use, they can share. Um, and so with that, you know, it, it also separates you, you know, what can they get from you that they can't get from Amazon? You know, um, you know, what's going to drive them to your website, to your brand, what's going to make them tell their friend about you. Uh, and that, that's what we really focused on uh, at the beginning of 2020, even before COVID hit, we said, Hey, let's find a way to really stand out and really make our, our customers feel like we appreciate them. So uh, stuff with just like a, a free gift, you know, I, I sat mm. down for a week and, um, and I said, Hey, what can I what, what value can I bring to each and every person? Um, you know, that, 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 that they will use that they'll really appreciate. And so I did a week long ebook where, you know, I wrote down everything that I ate times that I woke up, you know, my calorie intake broken down to, to all the macros from, you know, carbs, fat, protein, and um, wrote every single one of my workouts out that I did that week. And I put it all in an ebook. And every time someone purchases, they just get it sent to them as a free gift, as a thank you. And, and I know not all of our customers can use this and, and it's yeah. not geared towards everyone, but most of the time they know someone that will use it or they have a son that would use it uh, or their husband or whatever it is. So, um, you know, just offering that to them, they felt like, Hey, you know, I really appreciate it. They share it. And when they share it uh, with their husband or their kid, it, it's just bringing more eyeballs to us as well. Totally. Um, totally. So by leading with value, we were then also able to really get in front of more people. Uh, so we really focus on that with everything. You know, we like to share recipes. Uh, you know, we like to share workouts. Uh, we like to do motivational posts uh, on Mondays when people aren't necessarily uh, too Not excited to go back to work. <laughs> and, and yeah, in this stuff, it just really, it really does well with our audience. And what it also does as well is it, it just gives you more data. And that was kind of something I hit on before with, you know, if you send out an email blast, that's a recipe, you're able to segment those people and say, Hey, they really like recipes. They're into healthy eating. Totally. You know, let's, let's tailor the next email towards it. And we're going to get a great open rate. Um, and what, what are you guys using for, was, for email? We're using uh, Clavio. Oh, good. Good. It's, good to hear. Yeah, it's been I, it's been a huge switch. <laughs> I, it's funny. It's been amazing. I just had a uh, I just had an interview with um. Do you know the BattleBox guys? You ever heard of BattleBox? I've definitely heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, they're they actually they have a Netflix show now too, and I I, I just had an interview with those guys, and uh, and so they're they're massive, like like just. I don't even know how big revenue wise, but like huge company, they own like six different uh, subscription boxes and like huge. I was like, Oh, so what email software do you guys use? And they're like, you wouldn't believe it. We hacked MailChimp. <laughs> so they, really? they went in yeah, so they went in and used like, they, they said they spent about, I, I don't even know how much money on coding it. Uh, but it was just that for, for their size, I guess, Clavio just got too expensive. 
And so, yeah. so they hacked MailChimp. Uh, for everybody else out there, including companies the size of Ice Shaker, Clavio is like, uh, hands down, best company. Love those guys. Yeah, it's been it's been a dream. Um, oh, it, it's been it's been everything you need, and and hopefully they can integrate a better tech system, uh, SMS system, so that uh, we can combine that as well because that would that would really help. But uh, they're man, not the there second, yet. The second thing, um, <laughs> no, they're not. Don't use them yet. <laughs> Love them for email. Not yet for SMS. Don't use them for SMS. <laughs> I think they'll get there, or they'll buy out. You know, one of the one of the companies that is doing a good job, but yeah. they're just not not there yet for collection side at least uh you know their flows and their journeys are, are really good uh but other than that collecting is the biggest part right now is, totally. is how do you get that that text message or that that actual phone number and uh they're not there yet with that so uh, yeah. we we couldn't use them yet but hopefully they get there and we can and switch but um who are you using on the sms side chris uh currently we're, we're using a company called attentive oh yeah and, cool um, cool yeah they're they're one of the, the top ones out there Yeah. So we're, we're going on. Um, I think we're about to hit our 30 day free trial um, today, I think. And so in, in 30 days, um, I think we have 6,000 subscribers at, at this point. Sweet. So it was, uh, it was a pretty good first, first 30 days for us. And I love, um, I love to hear that you're just yeah, starting been, to test this pretty good so far. That's, that's super cool to hear that you're yeah. just starting to test this. Cause I feel like it's, it's what I've been preaching to our podcast guests for, for the last probably for the last four or five months now um, because I feel like we're at that level now where it's like, no SMS is the next game you have to get into. Yeah. And it, and it works hand in hand with email as well. So it, it's not one or the other, it's actually both. And what we like to do is create journeys where, Hey, if, if they put something in their cart um, and they were on their phone, you know, let's hit them with the SMS at, at 30 minutes later. And mm. then let's follow up with that email, you know, maybe the next day. Um, or, or maybe 12 hours later. So I, I still think it's a, a dual approach totally, and you try to get totally. people on, on both. Um, so it, I don't think it's one or the other. Uh, I think you use both and, and there's different uses for each, you know, something like a flash shell is yeah. going to be great for SMS, something that's more value driven, like a blog post, you know, you're, you're going to use that for, for email and, and really just to stay engaged with your audience. So uh, de I definitely think both are still super valuable. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Chris, what a great conversation, man. I just appreciate your time so much. Um, this, I feel like if I didn't have like some sort of time limit, I'd just keep talking and talking with you because um, you, you really get it, it seems like. And, uh, and it's amazing what you've done with Ice Shaker. Um, let's move on to our lightning round here. Uh, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? I know we've already talked about a bunch, <laughs> but... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, go for it. I probably have, I probably have like 30 apps now <laughs> on, my, on my shop. Are you talking about on, on like an iPhone or are you talking about? Oh, on, just, just in, in general, like what's, what's the one, one app or, or tool that you'd love to share with people? Man. Um, I mean, probably my favorite right now was kind of what we were hitting on before with, with SMS is, is attentive right now. Um, but let's see, favorite, favorite app, man. I need to just pull them up and, and start running through them right now. Well, I, I um, think attentive, have some. I think it's a great one. Yeah, I would say something else that we're working hard on is um, you're just cart value. And so mm. we're, we're currently testing a, a new app called Rebuy that will um, really give some, some good 
good up sales, good cross sales. Um, cool. and, and so we're working with them to, to really try to, to customize our, our, our checkout and cart pages to get that cart value up because man, that's, that's the name of the game. You know, the higher that cart value is, uh, you know, the more, the more money you're making. So we're, we're working hard with that as well. So I, I've been, uh, been on that, on that train for now. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's great. Um, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Any, it doesn't have to be business. doesn't have to be anything like that. Favorite podcast. Yeah, man. Um, I've been listening to this one for a while and it's actually, it ended, but I, I still go back and listen to it. It's, um, MFCEO project with Andy, uh, Frisella and, um, actually just had him on my podcast as well. Oh, cool. Um, that will actually release this, this Monday. I'm not sure when this is going to release, but just had him on Gronked up as well. And, um, man, just amazing free content, uh, really about every single aspect of business. And there's so many things that I pulled from over 300 episodes of his, uh, that mm. I've implemented into my business. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of the MFCEO project and, uh, he's pretty intense, a lot of swearing. Um, yeah. so if you don't like that, it's probably not for you, but, um, I feel like our listeners would probably like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's some good stuff, man. Definitely motivating as well, but, um, a lot of, a lot of value um, that, that I've gotten out of that podcast. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. We'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Uh, and, uh, founder that you look up to. Founder. Oh man. Uh, man. I mean, really for me, it, it was, it was always my dad. Uh, he's oh, been cool. in uh, business for over 30 years in the fitness industry. You know, I watched him, you know, work two jobs for six years to, to get his business off the ground and, He's now the, the second largest distributor of fitness equipment, uh, especially fitness equipment in the U.S. So I've uh, always looked up to him. And, no and way. I did, I did not advice. know that. Yeah, G&G Fitness Equipment and, um, and Gronk Fitness Products um, are all under the same umbrella. But, yeah, he sells um, commercial and retail uh, throughout the Northeast and in the U.S. So um, always, always looked up to him. Uh, I didn't always take his advice. And then I'd always realize, you know, a couple months later or a year later that, you know, I probably should have listened to him. Uh, Dad was right. He was he right again. He's talking about so every time, man. Every time, and I, I need to start listening to him sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris, what a pleasure to have you on. Um, where can people find out more about you? Absolutely, yeah. Check me out um, at Chris Gronkowski on social, um, you know, Twitter, uh, Instagram, pretty big. Uh, you know, I, I get some TikTok going as well. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, got a cool new. Yeah, of course. Uh, got a cool new uh, YouTube channel that that's just releasing um, in the next uh, couple days. So uh, oh, next cool. Tuesday, we're releasing a, a YouTube channel with all the brothers. Um, so the Gronk Bros channel, which is just um, a lot of fun stuff. And we'll also start putting my podcast up on there as well. Uh, so the Gronk Up podcast, um, really can find that anywhere and, and soon on YouTube as well. And then check us out, um, our products out at iceshaker.com. Awesome. Do you have time ever during the day? Because it sounds like you get a lot of stuff and going on. <laughs> so I, I was up at 4 a.m. today, um, have a new warehouse. We just got a new warehouse. It's about three times the size. Okay. Um, and with that, there's a lot of things to move and set up. And really, um, you know, going back to scaling, um, it, it's all about processes and yeah. doing things right and having a, a solution for every single problem. And, and that's what 2020 has been for me. You know, instead of letting the same thing happen over and over, now it's, hey, this has happened more than once. Let's find a way to fix it. Let's find a way to do it the right way. So uh, with that, you know, this new warehouse, I, I want to make sure that that's how it's done. 
And, and so I'm putting a lot of work into it to make sure that every issue that we've had in the past is now solved. And so it's been, it's been a grind, man, but it will all pay off in the end. And it's finally, uh, you know, to the point where it's, it's, it's something I'm, I'm proud of and I want to show off, you know, I've never taken pictures of my warehouse before. Uh, you know, I never really wanted to, you know, show me just, um, you know, moving boxes or anything like that. But lately, man, I've just been making videos of, of me just unloading boxes, putting on pallets and putting them on racks and people are like, you know, oh, I bet people love up, it. Keep up the like, good work. Yeah, 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 totally. That's that been awesome. good, man. But um, no, not not my day, especially with three kids. It's, it's been a lot, and in two businesses, and we're both we're both running oh, full time. And um, so, so, you guys still have the engraving business? Absolutely, yeah. And it's it's done. It's grown significantly. And um, with COVID, you you would think that um, you know, it might have hurt both businesses, but really, it, it's drove a lot of people to e-commerce. For oh, yeah. the first time, and with that, you know everything is taken off. Uh, we're strong online. Uh, both brands are super strong online and um, do very little retail. I mean, I'm I'm national with GNC Vitamin Shop and Lifetime Fitness, but uh, my wife is 100% online and always yeah. has been. So yeah, and that's, uh, where the, that's where the that's where the profit is, right? Absolutely, and it's nice to have have retail partners for just exposure eyeballs totally. on the product. But at the end of the day, um, you know the money the money is going to come from, from my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally with you. I don't think that's where, where you necessarily make your money. We're in a, with our clothing company, we're in about 150 stores and, uh, and it's, it's just a, like I just picture it as a marketing play. Just good to have that exposure. And yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Chris, it's good to also just uh, prove a concept. So people, oh, to- you tell totally. people you're in the store. Totally. Totally. Uh, Chris, I, I can't thank you enough for your time today, man. This was uh, this is just a great interview. Absolutely. Thanks for having me and apologize about the background noise. Uh, we'll, we have to, we'll have to do it again because I didn't hit my second, my second point for scaling up. So we're going to have to save that for next time. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll have you on again. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks so much. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.